0: Hidden hurt.co.uk. Hidden hurt domestic abuse information. From time to time, I'm going to read survivor stories, so uh, this is one of those times. ED, domestic violence and prostitution. Many victims of domestic abuse are subjected to sexual abuse, but for some like Evie, domestic violence and prostitution go hand in hand when the partner turns pimp. This is her story. My name is Evie. I was abused by a family friend when I was 13. And by the time I met my partner, I was still rather shy and withdrawn. I met Rob when I was 19 he was 33. He seemed so wise, so very understanding. For the first time I had found someone who I could really open up to, it was great. I moved in with Rob about six months after meeting him. And At first, everything was oh so good. Ring any bells? He would be so loving and us was feeling so good for the first time in years. As for sex, well, he had made that become everything I didn't know existed. Thinking back now, I realized that even then he was starting to control my life. He was picking up my clothes, getting my hair done, etc. He even got me working. And slowly but surely, contact with my own family, my mom and my sister, was becoming less frequent. There was always some excuse, you know. When I would say that I was going to visit, he always came up with some excuse not to. Oh, Evie, I thought we'd have a nice day out, you know, always something. I just didn't see it sneaking up on me. Couldn't read it. It all changed about six months later. He came home one day and told me that his four kids that I didn't that I didn't know about were coming to stay for a while. I understand Evie, you don't want to do it, but I have to. They're my kids and their moms are and they could be taken into care. I stood by him. Who wouldn't? Poor wee souls. I can still remember the first time I saw them. Poor wee souls. Lost, confused, and everything, they found carry carrier bags. coming to stay with a the dad they hardly knew and me. Becky, age nine. Sonia and Sally, twins, age eight. And we, Dabby, age seven. Those kids accepted me from day one, and to this day, I still feel so privileged that they did. I most probably didn't give them as much as they needed. And I feel bad about that. I tried. That is all I can say. That is all I can say. Not long after they moved in, everything started to change rob started gambling and he was becoming very agitated and angry at the least little thing first time he hit me was when a phone bill had come that came i was making dinner in the kitchen the kids were upstairs when he came charging and waving the bill in front of my face what the fuck is this who the hell have you been phoning my mom she's been upset now she's trying to comfort her my mom was in abusive relationship, you see, and seen I was, well, just trying to be there. I didn't see her heart lay at all, but I still phoned now and again. Well, it will just have to fucking stop, okay? We can't afford bills like this. We couldn't be not gambling so much. Bang. I never even seen it coming. Just felt my head snap back and my cheeks starting to burn. To say that I was shocked. It's an understatement. And at first, I didn't even, re- I didn't even react. I Just stood there looking at him. Oh, Evie, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it. Coming come over, hugging me, telling that I was right, that he shouldn't have done it. I couldn't say or do anything. I was so conscious of the kids being upstairs, and I had, I had grew up with it, you see. So I just turned around and got on with making dinner. By the time the kids were in bed, I had forgiven him. This went on for about a year. Sometimes he slapped, sometimes a kick. Always so sorry, and me always so forgiving. That was becoming cowed, you know what I mean? That eroding of your character, the tiredness, the acceptance, all this was nothing compared to what was to come. Oh, how I wish I had run then, but I still loved him and the kids, you know? The kid's mom was starting to get better. We had decided to let her have them for the weekend that they really missed their mom and they needed her. I was happy for them and they were happy. That's what mattered. Let's have a night out, Evie. He deserve it. You know, a nice meal, maybe. Things had been really good for a while. And I was hoping we were starting to turn the corner. Rob had been really trying hard to try and control his temper. Even going to the doctor to get help. So out we went. The night started with a nice meal and then on to a pub and we were having a great time really enjoying each other's company really talking for the first time in ages. The subject of sex came up the way it does between couples and started talking about fantasies and did we have any. He told me that he had fantasies about me about watching me having sex with someone else because he knew what they were getting me being so good. I told him that I had fantasies about being with a stranger not that I would but that it felt exciting thinking about it, a sitting duck. We then went on to talk about other stuff, and I'd forgotten about it really until we left the pub. We were both pretty drunk, and I was staggering a little, as we started walking towards the city center to get a taxi. How about it, BB? Fancy trying it. Trying what? I said, going with a stranger. and our watch, it be so cool just to live out our fantasy, huh? At first, I was, don't be daft. And eventually after lots of convincing and loving words from him it became anyway, how are going to do that? As I said, sitting duck. Just stand on the corner there and wait for some guy you pick and if he asks if you're looking for a business, say yes, take him up on the lane and give him a blowjob. I don't mean full sex or anything and I'll follow behind and watch. And so it was I found myself standing on a street corner thinking, what on earth are you doing, but feeling excited as well, I must confess. Reality seemed to change that feeling, I can assure you. The guy I picked with this ordinary guy seemed pleasant enough looking for business love. Ah, yeah, I said. How much for a blow? Eh, 20 quid. Okay, he said. And So I took the guy down the lane, and as soon as we were in the corner, he started to grope me and push me down to my knees. I think maybe I went into shock, got out his cock, and proceeded to ram it into my mouth. I could smell urine and drink and the concrete under my knees. I was aware of what he was doing, but I believe my brain just went into automatic shutdown, you know? had his hands on the back of my head, and he was thrusting, and telling me to take it. He ran to my mouth till he came, pulled out, zipped himself up, and walked away, just like that. I was still on my knees when I heard the footsteps turn around to see Rob walking towards me with the most loving, happy smile I had seen for ages. Oh, Evie, thank you, that was so cool, what a turn-on. You okay, Evie? Oh, Evie, please say that you enjoyed it, too. I feel so lousy if you didn't enjoy it. I stood up. I can still think of the thought processes even now. How much I had hated it, how dirty I felt, how much he had enjoyed it, and it was only once, right? Why make him feel bad? Just go with it. No, I'm fine, Rob. It was just different to how much I had imagined it, that's all, but it's fine, it was cool. When we got home and Rob started kissing me and telling me how wonderful I was, I thought it's gonna be okay, how very wrong I was. He started asking me to describe what I had done. Did you take his cock, Evie? Yes, I did. Was it good? Did you taste an Evie? Yes, I could taste him. Tell me how you slid your lips over his heart on. I told him, did he come in your mouth, Evie? Yes, he did. Bang. He punched me in the face. I fell backwards onto the floor. Did I tell you to let him come in your mouth, Evie? Did I? fucking cow fucking loved it that much you did that much did you bang another punch splitting my lip bang a kick this time into my side as i lay there. i got one hell of a beating that night kicked punched, slapped even a cigarette stuffed out on my back during it all his voice fucking cow me thinking you had liked it feeling guilty and all the time you had loved it taking his calm, you bitch I woke the next morning to the sound of him breaking his heart I lay there feeling like I had been hit with a 10 ton truck every part of my body was sore I didn't know what to do my mind was complete blank um he noticed I was awake and immediately came over, put his head over my breast and started usual. use evil. What have I done? God, I'm sorry. Sobbing and crying. Oh God, the kids, I messed up everything. What am I going to do? Please forgive me. I'm get help. I'll do anything. It's amazing the strength of love, you know. Love right wrapped on all my heart and soul and this hadn't changed that the love was still there. It's like your brain getting split in two. One half can't believe that the monster last night was this man, my Rob, and the other half knows this is so, but you love, and that sways the outcome, tips the scales. I put my hand on the back of his head and stroked his hair. Shush, Rob, it will be okay, we can do this, but you have to get help, okay, real help. Yes, Stevie, I will, I will, thank you, thank you. There There wasn't even time to talk properly. The kids would be back soon. Up I got, showered, checked myself in the mirror, I stood there looking hardly at Mark once I had put on my clothes underneath a mass of bruises. There they were, as the kids back. I took one last look, slapped a smile on my face, and went down to greet the kids. I would like to think that the kids weren't aware of what went on in our house, and to this day, I never spoke to them about it. I only know that I tried my best to make sure they never got to see or hear anything that mattered to me. Rob was so guilt ridden for weeks, months, he treated me with such kid gloves. Apologetic, loving. I had even started to have some contact with my family again, and Rob even encouraged it. He went for help, or so I thought. I found out later that he never did, and for the next few months, we set about repairing our relationship. The kids were still visiting their mom every weekend, but I wouldn't go out with Rob, couldn't bring myself to. But after about eight months of this constant attitude, I decided that I would try a night out. Big mistake. Again, we went for a lovely meal, then onto the pub and even onto the dancing. It had been a great success. It all started down when we left to go get a taxi. How about trying again, Evie? What? And I felt my stomach drop down to my shoes. Come on, Evie, it'll be different this time. I know what went wrong. No, Rob, I don't think so. Great, I've tried so hard for months. How much longer have I to feel guilty, Evie, huh? How many times can I say sorry? I'm not asking you to feel guilty, Rob, but it happened. I just want us to put it behind us, that's all. I just want it to be right this time, Evie. After all, it's your fantasy, too. I want us both to enjoy it just once. I can't even fantasize anymore because of what happened. Come on, it will replace the old memory if we can put it right. Oh, fucking great, you don't even want to help, do you? Just want... Me to keep on feeling like shit about it, don't you? Bang. Slapped me across the face. Fucking bitch, give me my keys. He grabbed my handbag, took my keys. Just go home to your fucking mommy, bitch. Go, go on, go. I looked at him and I could see the absolute madness in his eyes. I turned around and started walking away. I was going to mom's. Rob followed along behind me, shouting abuse until he caught up, swung me around and started laying into me. Where are you going, huh? get back here and do as you're told. I tried to get away, but I couldn't They to kick and punch me until I gave up and gave in. I had three different men that night and afterwards when Rob took me home, I had to describe exactly what I had done until Rob managed to satisfy himself. I, managed, I am ashamed to say that I was well and truly broken that night, and I admit I still grieve for the person I was then. I was a prostitute for nine years, four years on the streets, and a further five years with clients coming to my house. You may wonder why did i not escape and that for any abuse partners the million dollar question isn't it life had become this is the only way to describe it i suppose the kids stayed with us for six years until they finally went back to their mom i know now why she had become what she became he broke her too i could tell you many stories of the abuse i got both from robbing my clients the beatings the race for the beatings the rapes but that's another story, I guess. I was a living zombie. I no longer saw my family. They, that stopped completely. I had no friends, complete and utter isolation apart from the life I now lived. I may have stayed there forever had it not been for the... Uh, one other thing that changed my life, I had a daughter, my beautiful, wonderful, amazing little girl. I, had, I hadn't been on the pill EC for years and had thought that I couldn't have kids. I was always very careful with clients so I knew that Rob was the father. I can remember the phone call to tell me my test had been positive. I couldn't believe it. I told Rob he was elated. We all moved to another house and everything seemed to change. I no longer did any of the bad stuff. Rob appeared to have a complete change of personality. When Alice was born, Rob became the perfect husband and father. He was like a different person. For a while, we were like a perfect happy family. Alice for me was just so perfect. I ate, drank, and slept my wee girl. Wee girl. When I say wee, the whole time is W-E-E. She was the light of my life and still is. In fact, all the kids have been, my only reason for carrying on. When I was about one year old, the other kids finally went back to stay full time with their mom. I was so very happy for them. Despite the love that we had for each other, I knew that nothing could compare to their mom. I know what you must be thinking, but believe it or not, Rob would be a very good dad to his kids. They used to amaze me to watch him with them, but after they left, it was like they never were. We don't ask, why don't we ask the kids round? Why don't we ask the kids around for dinner, Rob? We hadn't seen them since they left six months ago. What the hell should I? They haven't bothered with me, happy, So it went. Rob started becoming very jealous of the relationship I had with my daughter about how much time I was willing to give to her. The old Rob started to resurface the agitation and anger. I started to worry about where it was leading. The first time he hit me in front of Alice was when I decided to leave. It took me two years to finally break free from Rob, and it was the toughest thing I have ever done, but I did it. That was four years ago now. I would like to say that I have my life completely back, but there are times when I get depressed, but I don't regret leaving not for one second. My daughter is eight now. We have a wonderful love and relationship. Every day brings new wonders, and I can see my daughter have the chance to be herself. I hope she always will be. I hope anybody out there who is still being abused will take the plunge. It won't be easy, but sometimes you think you can't do it. But I'm here to say you can. Everyone deserves the chance to be themselves find out what kind of person that can be. I know that was heavy. But the article I'm reading is trying to compare um, abuse to sex work. Some people that's true. And some other people that's not true. They are people who are sex workers who don't get abused. Let's not create us versus them. Let's not create a I'm better than you because all of that is extremely immoral in light of the story I've just read to you. So again Human trafficking and adult sex work are never the same thing. The reason why I read this story to you, the reason why there's no laughter, no comedy, no joking, no funniness, is because this story is super serious. Some people are experiencing violence in sex world some people would say well, let's get rid of the industry I say let's get rid of the bad apples in the industry and that's what makes the industry 100% worthwhile because you have bad apples in every industry the only, the only industry I'm thinking to get rid of is the human trafficking industry we have to get rid of that I oppose human trafficking. I oppose sex trafficking. I oppose child sex trafficking. I oppose adult sex trafficking. I oppose adult human trafficking. I oppose child human trafficking. right? That's the only industry we should absolutely abolish permanently. And keep it abolished. Yes. But I want to say that there are people being abused right now during COVID. So that's another sensitivity that we have to talk about. There are people being hit, being abused, being smacked around, violence in front of children, being battered, your whole life is somebody else's. Like imagine someone thinks they can own your body, own your heart, own your mind, own your soul, own, own your memories, own your touch, own your taste, own your smell, own, own your feelings. Owning your feeling, physically feeling, owning your thoughts, owning your verbal communication, owning your nonverbal communication, uh, owning your actions, and deeds, and choices, and lifestyles and outlooks on life and the world, the universe, owning your touch. Owning your hearing, owning your sight. Imagine somebody thinks that everything about you physically and innerly, they think they can own. All these things are deplorable and horrible. And we have to get rid of all these pure evils that I'm talking about permanently. What I read to you is extremely painful. Some of these things I actually saw in person myself, so that's why I was reading it the way I did. I'm, I'm learning how to maintain my connection to my sadness because I literally can't cry. I can still well up tears though. And the last time I cried was December, 2019 when Tony Edmonton's wife Lois Evans the first lady who put the Bible fellowship Dallas Texas passed away so maybe I can still cry again I haven't cried in almost two years to totally on me I'm just being honest and so this is why I say we should get rid of uh, pimps we should get rid of Violent pimps, gorilla pimps, drug pimps, drunk pimps. Wanted to get the sex workers drunk. Uh, underage pimps. Un- you know, we should get rid of hard-hearted Johns and hard-hearted James. We should get rid of drunk drugged, um, violent uh, clients. We should get rid of clients who are drugging sex workers, making sex workers drunk, and hitting and beating and sex crimes, sex workers. We should never have underage clients. Never, never, never. And so I know this was a hard story, but I feel that I have. Love people, sometimes you gotta sell some things that are wrong. South Africa. Police have made sex workers their ATM's deputy minister says. Police are turning sex work into a money-making scheme and arresting sex workers as employed to get bribes. Andrietta Bago Payne Zulu says this is TimesLives.co.za. Uh, Deputy Minister Hendrietta Bangopane-Zulu says South Africans must identify themselves as sex workers in order, in order to relate to their struggles. The country's police are turning sex work into a money-making scheme and are deliberately arresting sex workers as a point to get robbed. Social development, Deputy Minister Hendrietta Bangopane-Zulu has charged the police have made sex workers their 18s whenever they feel broke they go arrest sex workers and make them pay the guilty fine but also when their wives don't give them sex they just go and want to get sex for free this can't continue we want to trade freely as entrepreneurs bongo Zulu, who described himself as a chief sex worker said speaking at a dialogue with sex workers on money to discuss the impact of the lockdown on sex work bongo Zulu said that Unless everyone in the country started putting themselves in the shoes of sex workers, they would always be treated as outcasts. There is no us in them. We are all sex workers. The difference is, are you prepay? Are you pay as you go? Or are you on contract? Either way, you are a sex worker, she said, to the applause of sex workers and other delegates in attendance. The idea of us and them should never exist, said Mother Paine added that as a married woman, She too fell into the category of sex workers, the only difference being that she was prepaid as La La Bola was paid for her. That she was prepaid as La Bola Bola was paid for her. She said claiming this title would help government departments provide better service to this group, which remains at greatest risk of HIV, pregnancy, cervical cancer, and gender-based violence. Deputy... Police Minister Kassel Mathal committed the police ministry and police to doing better when dealing with sex workers. While sex work was still criminalized in South Africa, SA Mathal said that didn't give the police the right to victimize sex workers, such as assaulting them, as they too had human rights and should be treated as human beings first. We will continue to learn and work with you. We will continue to make sure that police officers who take money must be dealt with. The cases must be reported and we need to deal with that, he said. He said the criminalization of sex work would make the jobs of police officers easy. Mathale was in agreement that sex workers end up bribing police to avoid arrest. Because sex workers don't want to be arrested they end up paying so that they don't go to jail. We are fully aware of that and we will make sure that these things are dealt with, he said. Among the topics discussed at Monday's gathering was the progress made on the implementation of the sex worker strategy 2016-2019 and the 2019-2022 proposed plans. The strategy discusses, among other things, the health and safety of sex workers in the context of HIV, housing, gender-based violence, provision of pre-exposure prophylaxis, PrEP, and decriminalization of sex workers. The South African National AIDS Council, SANAC, the UN Fund for Population Activities, UNAIDS and Sex Work adv- Advocacy groups such as Sunk Gender Justice formed part of the dialogue. Deputy Minister of Justice and Correctional Services John Jeffrey and Deputy Health Minister Joe Bahla were also among those who attended. SANAC CEO Dr. Farid Abdullah said, SA South Africa was one of the worst countries in terms of HIV infections with the highest prevalence of HIV among sex workers. A study done among street-based sex workers who worked on the national road between Johannesburg and Lyle Fontaine found that 88% of them were HIV positive and 75% became pregnant. I can tell you that there is no higher prevalence of HIV in any community in any part of the world. In which country do you see sex workers not having access to contraceptives? It's unbelievable. Only in this country where sex workers who are at risk of pregnancy cannot have access to condoms, he said. Abdullah said there were more sex workers in the country than workers in gold mines, which is one of the key drivers of the economy. He committed sex workers for the role that they played in the acceptance of PrEP in SA, South Africa, saying, was it not for this key population, the country would have no such hiv preventative initiative bongo pain zulu said her department has failed to understand the role of sex workers and families instead of protecting and empathizing with sex workers who had no access to child care services many mothers had their children taken away from them into foster care suggesting that they didn't care for their children we are very quick at sending the social worker to remove the child We are very slow to provide the psychosocial support when the sex worker needs it. The positive parenting program does not assist the mother that is a sex worker to actually ensure that her daughter will not become a sex worker. We're also the custodian of prevention, but we have done a good job there, she said. Okay, so... um, This is what I have to say. I think that the police should be serving life sentence sentences in prison without the possibility of parole. I think that the health and safety of sex workers in the context of HIV matters everywhere all the time to all audiences we should be ending gender-based violence we should have full decriminalization of sex work and we should stop prep um I'm, I I. Don't, I think it's cool to be a sex worker personally because a lot of times people say well, it's a bad thing. It's not a bad thing as long as it's done right. That's what full decriminalization sex work means. If that's what you want to do, you should be safe physically safe in your soul safe with whoever you're with safe in terms of sexual practices safe environmentally so i don't want the whole well you shouldn't be doing it no, no 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 we should make sex work a legal profession everywhere a decriminalized profession everywhere and i think i value protecting and empathizing with sex workers we should give sex workers access to childcare services We should stop taking kids away from their mothers who do sex work. We should not be putting them in foster care because the majority of sex worker parents do care for their children. Um, We should stop being so quick to send social workers to remove the kids. And we should be very fast to provide the psychosocial support when sex workers need it positive parenting program should be assisting the mother that's a sex worker because families are that valuable important in this case that's about important. um we should be the custodians of the prevention of violence of abuse of trauma of victimization, of trafficking, right? Again, sex work and trafficking are the same thing. Um, I appreciate Mathau. Police should never have the right to victimize sex workers. They should never have the right to assault them. Sex workers, too, have human rights, and sex workers should be treated as human beings first. I love when he said, we will continue to learn and work with you. That's my attitude. We will continue to make sure that police officers who take money must be dealt with. That's my attitude. The case must be reported. We need to deal with that. That's my attitude. He said the criminalization of sex work would make the jobs of police officers easy. I 100% agree. Mathel thousand in agreement that sex workers ended up bribing police to avoid arrest. I agree with that. Because sex workers don't want to be arrested, they end up paying so they don't go to jail. Um, we should stop blocking up sex workers. We are fully aware that we'll make sure things are dealt with he said good 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 um the police ministry and police should should be doing better than the sex workers that is true we should stop criminalizing sex work everywhere and 75 percent became pregnant or hiv positive we got to end all of that now sex workers want to get pregnant it's because they should whoever gets them pregnant They should be 100% compatible with. And consent, of course. No underage. Full consent on both sides, both parties. HIV positive, we got to make that as low as we can. I wish we could get rid of the food, but we got to make it as low as we can. And Because I don't want children to come into the world with HIV. I, I, I hate that. I hate that. Um, sex workers should have access to contraceptives sex workers should have access to condoms Um, using sex workers as an ATM that's what I call life imprisonment going arresting sex workers make them pay the guilty fine Life imprisonment. That's what I think. It, when I say the life imprisonment, I'm talking about the police. But also when their wives don't give them sex. Okay, here's the thing. Don't be a misogynist. Women are not your sex tongue buckets. Women are queens. Therefore, if they don't want to give you sex, then the question is, why would you marry somebody that you don't think is sexually compatible And people are busy. They can't give you sex all the time. And I see why your wives don't want to give you sex is because you are a shit show, shit stain. And cheating does not make sensible validation for wrongfulness. Trading freely as entrepreneurs, we want to, this can't, okay. Yeah, we want to trade freely as entrepreneurs, good. And the whole wives don't give them sex, they just go want to get sex for free, this can't continue. Bangun Peng Zulu is right. We should stop treating sex workers as outcasts. We should everywhere put ourselves in the shoes of sex workers. She's right when she says there's no us and them. We're all sex workers. There's is, are you prepaid? Or are you paid as you go? Or are you on a contract with the way you're a sex worker? I'm so grateful she said that. I'm thankful that sex workers of the delegates in attendance applauded that the idea of us and network exist. Thank you, Bug, Buggle Pain Zulu. Wow. And we treat and wives are treated as sex workers. That is the revulsion of misogyny. And the fact that we keep putting sex workers at greatest risk of HIV and cervical cancer, gender-based violence, even pregnancy is just it's it's it really it's sickening. It's sickening. It's sickening. Um I decor all this. I really do. I think I'ma stop right there and tomorrow I will um, read more articles on my sex books. I'm almost done. It's just that I'm very passionate about this, so uh, please be bear with me. I'll- I'm learning how to take a break when I absolutely need to.